0: As your Washington Nationals made its triumphant return to the Houston Astros Minute Maid Park, it brought back some good memories and nostalgia that I brought back with that Houston Astros series. I'm going to tell you what that means and what I thought about last night's game right after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever You get your podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Clarion. To the everydayers out there, you already knew that. But if you're new to it, thank you, guys. I am a passionate fan of the Washington Nationals. And, of course, I cover the team here with the Locked On Podcast Network, where you get your team every day. And the Nationals do play the Astros tonight at 810 Eastern Time. You can catch the Nats Hometown Broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And later on in today's show, we got a Huge pitching matchup tonight with Josiah Gray and Fromber Valdez for the Houston Astros in the Washington Nationals series. We're going to preview that game because I believe this is the matchup of the week for your Washington Nationals. We'll get into that a little bit later on. And then also, I'm going to make a case for not one, but two Washington Nationals who could be, in next month's All-Star Game. I'm going to make the case. I do believe only one of these will get in, but you're going to hear about two Washington Nationals who could be up in the Pacific Northwest come mid-July. But we're going to start off with recapping last night's game as the Nationals did lose of a score of 6-1. to Patrick Corbin was on the mound, and honestly, can you really be upset with what he did yesterday? I can't really. I look at it, and it's like, yeah. This isn't 2019 Patrick Corbin. We say this every damn time he comes out there. But five innings pitch, two earned runs. I'm going to take it what I can get. I'll take a two-run performance through five innings any day. That's a quality start in my book, especially considering what we all know with Patrick Corbin. But with that said, the last time he was there in Houston, he came in relief in that Game 7. We all know what happened there. He got the win in Game 7 of the the World Series, relieving Max Scherzer and ultimately carrying this team through that Game 7 in order to pounce on the Houston Astros in 2019. But last night's game, let's be honest, who was not thinking about 2019 the entire time? I was at the bar last night and it was the same bar I was at when the Nationals did win that 2019 World Series. Game seven, all my buddies were there. The same buddies that were at the bar for the 2019 World Series were at the bar last night with me, just last night. It was a nostalgia night that you could say. The day that the Nationals became world champions, we had that same feel. We had that same comfort heading into last night's game as we did in the World Series. But I looked around at all my friends. I kind of chuckled a little bit. The Nats had a 2-0 lead. I looked over and I said, we know where this is going. I've lived this story before. I've read this book. I know how this chapter ends. But we know it's going to happen. Because if you remember Game 7, down 2 nothing, in really any run deficit, I felt pretty damn good about those Nationals team. The juices were flowing. I felt oddly comfortable with everything that was surrounding last night's loss. I look over, and then I remember, where's Juan Soto? Where's Anthony Rendon? Where's Trey Turner? Where's Max Scherzer? The list goes on and on and on. Because in this season, we do know one thing, that this Nationals team is not as talented as that 2010s run that the Nationals had. It's clear. It's night and day. It's not even close. It's black and white. This Nationals team in what has happened so far, we know that this team lacks in offense. This is a team that has the highest, the highest OPS as far as players go is Lane Thomas with an 802 OPS, which, hey, that's not bad. You'll take that any day of the week for someone of the talent and the skill set of, like, a Lane Thomas. But it's a different team. And as the season goes on, it's so evident what the issue is with the team. And it's something that I've said and I've barked about on a daily basis here. It's the slugging. It's the manufacturing your own runs, getting extra base hits. The simple things that the Nationals did back in 2019 in order to win that World Series. The same thing that the Nationals did from 2012 all the way through that 2019 season. And even then, even through halfway point in the 2021 season that the Nationals were doing. That offense was a simply well-rounded offense. Looking back at that 2019 team, we don't need to talk about what made that different. We know what made it different. The superstars that we had, the guys who were on contract years with Steven Strasburg, performing at his best in his entire career with the Washington Nationals in 2019. Anthony Rendon performing a career best in that 2019 season. Howie Kendrick stepping up and killing the baseball during that 2019 season, but now let's look at the starting pitching rotation staff. The rotation is not the same. Not only is it not the same, it's not even really close. But here's the thing: it's not because this rotation is bad. I still believe in this rotation. I like watching these guys pitch. It's a much better pros, pros, <laughs> It's a much better product than it was in 2022, and certainly in 2021 as well. But then we look at the bullpen. The 2019 bullpen, if you remember, was not good heading into that postseason. That's why I didn't feel good about the Nationals winning the World Series that year, because I knew that the bullpen was going to hinder us. But now, fast forward to 2023. The Nationals have a much younger bullpen. They have a fresher bullpen but the same issues arise with it. They don't have a rock in that bullpen like a Daniel Hudson back in 2019. Sean Doolittle, they don't have a healthy and a younger version of a Sean Doolittle anymore, let alone we don't even have a lefty in the bullpen. We're throwing out with Chad Cool and Andres Machado, guys who shouldn't really be in a major league bullpen. Obviously, Machado is no longer in this bullpen, but He pitched one too many innings, obviously, if that was not the case. But this Astros team is good. At the end of the day, this Astros team is much better than what we have seen over the last few years, even in my opinion, than the 2022 Astros. I do believe that this team will be able to take the next step up. I've talked about Hunter Brown and what he has done for this starting rotation in Houston. And this guy is a stud. This Nationals team never really had the right chance going up against someone like a Hunter Brown. This organization, the way that the Astros produce talent, it is amongst the better ones, in my opinion, as far as going with pitching. The Braves, the Dodgers, and the Astros, the Brewers, all those teams, they produce pitching. We don't have what it takes to hang with a team like the Houston Astros for yesterday. When you see the lackluster of talent, the lackluster of pitching, and bullpen, and depth, these are what separates the decent teams from the good teams to the great teams. Depth, starting pitching, rotations, everything that needs to go into a winning team is what the Nationals don't have. I do believe that this starting rotation could make it a little interesting in a five-game series, but again... Yesterday was just another reminder as to why this national team isn't ready to compete in 2023. And while it has been an exciting and a much better season than last year, the nationals are 26 and 39. 26 and 39. We are 13 games below 500 on June 14th. Let's call it as it is. This is still a rebuilding season. This is still a necessary step for this team in order to compete down the line. In 2024 and 2025, the Nationals, this isn't them this year. So last night was just another reminder as to why this Nationals team, you have to give them patience. You simply have to give them patience and let them do what they can do with the lackluster talent that they have. Help's going to come. James Wood should be up by September. Robert Hassel, depending on what he does, he could be up by September or possibly, most likely, next season at some point, probably in May. The Nationals have the talent coming. We just have to be patient, just like the Houston Astros, just like the Nationals in the 2010s. They were patient. They got the talent. They loaded the farm system, and then they start to spend. Patience Is key that was the big picture for me of last night's ball game. So, of course, you guys can catch the Nats play the Houston Astros tonight as Josiah Gray. Oh, Josiah Gray, God, we love watching Josiah Gray pitch take on the Houston Astros. And the Nats Hometown broadcast is always on Sirius XM that you can find over on the SXM app. Just search nationals there. Before we get into discussing one maybe two players that deserve an all-star nod for the Washington Nationals. I'm going to tell you guys about our friends over at Game Time. And guys, our friends at Game Time, we can talk about this because it's simple. When you go to a Nationals game or any other baseball game around town, you show up, you don't have tickets, it's 6.55, 10 minutes until first pitch, what do you do? Download Game Time and get the tickets there because you can buy tickets to your favorite events And it is never stressful. They have flash deals and last minute tickets and easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And if this is my favorite part is that they have images of your seats so you can see when and where you will be sitting. They'll show your view. Is there any obstructed view part of this? Not one bit because game time has you covered there. And I love to be able to see where I could sit, where I'll be able to watch my Lane Thomas home run and all the other fun stuff that comes with going to a Nationals game. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And now it's time to make a case for your Washington Nationals and a couple of potential all-star players. So let's let, rip the band-aid off here and let's start off with my inked in pen Washington Nationals are all-star and that is Josiah Gray. A lot of people may look at that and say, well, there's a lot of competition as far as starting pitching goes in the National League. You just have Sandy Alcantara with the Miami Marlins, Yuri Perez. There's multiple different guys in the NL East like a Spencer Strider, a Max Scherzer, a Justin Verlander. And we know what the All-Star Game is. It's a popularity contest. But hear me out. I believe that Josiah Gray will be the one representing the Nationals up in the Pacific Northwest when that All-Star game is in Seattle. And here's why. Starting pitching is usually the most, hmm, how do I put this? The flakiest, you could say, as far as All-Star games go. Max Scherzer typically is in it and is typically pitching. Clayton Kershaw typically accepts that invite and goes. But here's the thing. Multiple other guys, whether it be a name that starting pitcher, a Sandy Alcantara, may have started the Sunday before that All-Star game on a Tuesday night, which I believe is when it is. That's when you see guys who opt out and say, now nah, I'm good. I'm good on the All-Star game, especially considering that Alcantara is going to be an All-Star. You have to travel from Miami, the bottom right corner of the United States, all the way to the tippy top left of that Seattle corridor there. That's a pretty tough travel day. That's about a six and a half, seven hour flight, I believe. That is a tough flight for anyone, considering the circumstances that the Nationals are under, and really any starting pitcher is under. So I believe that Josiah Gray, as we sit here today, as he has cut his home run rate in half from last year, as we've seen him step up, and use more of his pitches, and you're starting to see him throw a little bit more junk, which is what we want, his breaking pitches, his cutter, all these different things that has made him a much better pitcher this year. And besides, when you have a flat 3 ERA, that usually tells a good story as far as starting pitching goes. But even then, his strikeouts are down a little bit. His walk rate is not that much better than what it was in 2022. But the contact and what he has done and really being the head of this rotation has been huge for this Washington Nationals squad. Obviously it is. And you may ask, well, does he really deserve it? Is he really that all-star? Absolutely. Because the thing is, the Nationals are going to have to have someone there. Who will it be? Joey Manessis? Josiah Gray? Patrick Corbin? It's not going to be Patrick Corbin. We know that already. So I believe Josiah Gray is that one guy who should be in the All-Star Game and who, as of right now, who I believe will be the National League or Washington Nationals player that represents them up in Seattle coming this year. But I do believe there's a second chance for someone like an outfielder, Lane Thomas. Now, Lane Thomas, while he's going to have to be competing with National League outfielders, which is filled with talent, obviously, Juan Soto, Trent Grisham in the San Diego Padres, Jock Peterson, and also Ronald Acuna, Starling Marte. Name those outfielders in the National League. Bryce Harper. All of these different guys could be in the National League All-Star game. Ronald Acuna, he's certainly going to be in it. So let's wipe that off the record. But Lane Thomas and what he has done, he's not really nationally recognized. He's not really the guy that you're like, I want this guy to represent us in the Washington in, the, in that All-Star game come 2023. But when looking at the numbers, there's no doubt about it. Defensively, the guy's been a stud in right field. Holding down that corner outfield spot has not been an easy challenge, and he's done that exceptionally well. And then at the plate, you look at it. The start that he's been off to has been a career best as far as first-half numbers go. And as I've said plenty of times on this show, The second half is when Lane Thomas takes an even bigger step up, which I do expect this summer. So Lane Thomas is also in this category of someone who may not be, he's definitely not going to be probably a top 10 vote getter, but I also think... When people are looking at their ballots, they're looking at their numbers, they're looking at all the defensive metrics that go with it and the stolen base metrics that go with it as well. Lane Thomas fits that category who could sneak in as an all-star. Now, some people may say, what about Joey Manassas? Why isn't he an all-star? And I heard someone say Dominic Smith the other day. Dominic Smith is not going to be an all-star. I can assure you that. A first-base position who, while he plays a great defensive first base, it's all about the offense at first base. Freddie Freeman, you're going to be the National League starter, and I'm sure you'll have someone like a Matt Olson also from the Atlanta Braves. First base, done. Dominic Smith will not be an all-star, unfortunately. But also, you could look at someone like a Kyle Finnegan. Dare I say Kyle Finnegan? Or you could even say a Hunter Harvey, Carl, Ed- Carl Edwards Jr., You could consider those guys also, but looking at it, I do believe that this Nationals team will push for someone like a Lane Thomas or even a Josiah Gray, really. Because Josiah Gray is definitely worthy of an all-star appearance of what he has done this year. If this was the 2019 Nationals or any Nationals team that was better than this year, you would have seen more national hype about these guys, and especially Lane Thomas and what he has done. Because again, this team is not under the national spotlight, but what Lane Thomas has done so far this season has been wildly impressive nonetheless. And so that is why I do believe that Lane Thomas could be looking at an all-star nod. Because not only is he worthy of it, but he does deserve it. And those are the same two definitions, you may ask why, but he is, he is worthy of it. He has done everything that he's needed to do with the Washington Nationals. And ultimately, he probably should get the nod when it's all said and done. But will he? Because we know that the All-Star game is a complete popularity contest. And in years past, last year, it's easy. Juan Soto, All-Star. We get it. Let's move on. But this year, who are you going to pick? Because the Nationals haven't had really this hard decision to make as far as All-Stars go. Last year, like I said, it was easy. Juan Soto, 2021, Kyle Schwarber, Max Scherzer, Juan Soto, Trey Turner. 2020, no All-Star game, but again, all that talent. 2019, Anthony Rendon, Trey Turner, Juan Soto, Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg. All those guys are inked in pen going to the All-Star game. But it ain't that easy this year. So I do believe Josiah Gray will be the one to get the call as far as it goes as of June fourteenth, 2023. We'll just have to keep an eye out on that and get some updates on that fan voting. But again, you guys can catch the Nationals play the Astros tonight as we're in for another nice little nostalgia Wednesday. Because the Nationals do play on Sirius XM. You can catch every pitch of the Nats hometown broadcast with Sirius XM On the SXM app, just search Nationals there. Next, we're going to talk about this pitching duel tonight with Josiah Gray and Fromber Valdez. I think it's going to be a really fun game and a fun matchup. I'm going to get into that right after this. And now we get back into that pitching matchup as the Nationals get set with their ace and potential all-star on the mound, Josiah Gray going up against Fromber Valdez, who last year was a complete stud, leading the American League in innings pitch at 201 and a third innings pitch, a 282 ERA in 31 starts. He had just a marvelous 2022 season. Fast forward to 2023, he's still very good. He's got a 236 ERA, he's got a complete game already, and he had three last year, by the way, which was very good in letting the American League Finished fifth in the Cy Young of last year. This is going to be the pitching duel that the Nationals have wanted all series long. And while a lot of people may say, why do we want a pitching duel with someone like a Fromber Valdez? Well, I've always liked the Nationals chances going up against a lefty arm like Valdez, because when you have power bats like Elaine Thomas, like a Joey Manessis, I like our chances going with those guys and a Kiber Ruiz and a J. Mayor Candelario as well who are in that conversation. I like our chances going up against a lefty starter every single time. Because our hitters, our best hitters this season have been by far Joey Manessis and Lane Thomas. Both right-handed bats. Both hit left-handed pitching very well, especially with Lane Thomas. My prediction is tonight, As we talk about the offensive side of things, I think the Nationals will actually fare very well, and I do believe this is a little. I'm calling calling my shot here. I think Lane Thomas goes into the Crawford boxes of left field at Minute Maid Park, and he hits a home run tonight off Fromber Valdez. I don't know when, but I do believe that Lane Thomas will go yard tonight. So you best believe I'll be betting on that with our friends over at FanDuel tonight. I just like the matchup. I like the matchup with left-handed pitching and this starting lineup. Because I'm assuming you're going to have a better Ruiz in the lineup. He'll be batting righty, which is not my favorite thing in the world. But again, when you have a short porch and left, you can get some carry on that ball, and especially in a dome where it seems to really fly there. And also, come on, come on. The Nationals have only lost one of their last five games that they've played at Minute Maid Park. You want me to remind you about those four wins that the Nationals had back in that 2019 World Series? I can't say anything less, but the Nationals, they win 80% of their last five games. That's a stat right there for you. So I do believe the Nationals will fare well up against a Fromber Valdez, but don't take them lightly. Don't go into this thing expecting, oh, we're going to have some offensive explosion. It's going to be great. It's going to be a resemblance of 2019. Don't put the expectations on this team. Don't do it. But I do like this matchup. And you might be saying, why are you bouncing back and forth? It's simple. You have to take it down on the simple things with this team. A left-handed matchup going up against two of your best hitters with Joey Manessis and Lane Thomas and a J-Mayor Candelario as well, a Ruiz. I like our chances. I simply do. But then on the flip side of it, there's Josiah Gray going up against it. Luckily, Joron Albrez will be out for the next few weeks. Not luckily. I wish him the best. Don't wish him any ill will. Then you have a Jose Altuve, an Alex Bregman, a Kyle Tucker. Now, the Kyle Tucker matchup, that scares me. The lefty-righty matchup. Kyle Tucker does have the potential to put one out, as we've seen him do it time and time again. So a lefty-righty matchup for this Nationals team could be a little detrimental considering that you don't have a Jordan Albrez. Someone's going to have to step up. And the Houston Astros, they step up like no one other. They simply do. When they have injuries in, they plug them, they play them, and they usually typically do well. So thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. Now you can check out the Nationals playing the Astros tonight at 810 Eastern Time as our ace, Josiah Gray, is on the noun. And catch every... Pitch of the Nats Hometown Broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. So my little prediction for tonight, 5-4, to four, the Nationals win. The Nationals do win tonight. I've predicted a lot of wins lately. I've also lost a lot of them. So don't take my word for any gossip or anything like that. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. The Nationals are going up against it with the Houston Astros, which, God, it makes me feel so good to see the Houston Astros playing against the Washington Nationals. The Nationals, we cannot complain for them cheating back in 2019. Thank you for cheating, in fact, because it just makes that World Series much better. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Nationals win tonight 5-4. to four. You heard it here first.